It's Thursday, December 2nd. We're going to be all over the place today. Some maybe arguably, arguably maybe the most serious subject anybody can ever discuss. Stop it. I'm yep. already all over the place. Why would we have a serious subject today? I can save it. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. The only reason I... I we can save it is because I think there's a lot of fun things going on. And... No, no, no. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. Let's um, do it. Also, um, you might want to get headphones now if you're going to come in here. Uh-huh. Because, like, if you haven't noticed, and I, I, I came across a list <clears throat> a couple of days ago, and it noted all the things that have not gone up in price. In fact, have gone down in price. And one of those things, if you've paid attention to any of the emails you've gotten to buy stuff... Mm-mm. Headphones. I need a pair, but I want like the actual headphones because for some reason the buds never stay in my ear. They always come out. So like if I'm exercising, I'm constantly having to put it in there because it's coming out. Um, So I want like big headphones um, like what you're wearing. I will gladly like work out or exercise and stuff like that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, like headphones are dirt cheap. Every email I get... To buy stuff now, like AirPods, mm. last generation was like 150 bucks or something. Jesus. So, um, good to see you. Hi. It's uh, You've had a busy week. Very. I mean, it's just a really busy day, too. I'm like, okay. Like, I literally plan out my day first thing in the morning so I know where I'm going to be at every step of the way. And then I'll be driving at this point so I can get here at this time and then here at this time. And I'm to the end of my day, though, so that's good. I just thought of something else. Like I said, there's a lot, a lot of things to get to. Um, what is that scribble? I'll, I'll understand that <laughs> for the duration of this podcast. But if I look at it tomorrow, I'll have no idea what it says. <laughs> um, my, my handwriting, my scribbles, chicken scratch has like a time limit, an expiration date. Um, I'll save the super serious thing for a moment because. Uh, you were on the phone with me last night when I received a mysterious package. <laughs> and did you see the pictures I posted? I did. I loved them. I love them. Who took them, Josh? Uh, yes, I don't <laughs> quite. So I received sh- short version. I got a, mi- a mysterious package at home last night. I mm. very rarely get things delivered at home. If I do, it's by accident. Um, and it was from like Target. Yeah. and Which is not you. I get Target things sometimes. Oh. If... It, as I told you on the phone last night, if it was like it was actual Target packaging, not somebody repurposing something from eBay, mm-hmm. if it wasn't, if it, if, if it was like repurposed, I would have opened it outside and been extremely cautious mm-hmm. because it was my radio name and it came to my house. Like, I don't know how that could possibly happen. <laughs> maybe, like, I don't know if I mentioned to you on the phone. I thought maybe Bethany was up to something. You did. You um, did. But so few people have that kind of information. I'm not going to lie. I'm your friend. I was like, oh, there must be like an ex-girlfriend finally returning her shit. Like something. I was like, somebody's dropping their stuff off. Like, here you go, bro. I thought I thought <laughs> it, Amanda popped into my head. <laughs> I just didn't say it out loud. But I was truly baffled. Like, I don't, all my packages come to work. And sometimes I pre-order stuff and I mm-hmm. get confused and I forget what's coming from where. <laughs> But most of it comes here, so I don't get... You know, my house, um, mm-hmm. it faces the street. Mm-hmm. So something's sitting there. Porch pirates could take it. Thankfully, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody's ever taken my stuff when it's been there. This is very soft and it, it feels good. It looks nice and cozy. But I was, I had some concerns to like, what am I opening up? And uh, it was a 
hooded Hanukkah blanket from from, from some friends back in Allentown. <laughs> I guess it's a is this a TikTok thing? I've never seen it. I don't know. <clears throat> it doesn't fit. Like it's <clears throat> it's small. The <clears throat> as you can see, sorry, the menorah part. You're so big and manly. That's why. No, 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 no. Is it for kids? I, that's what I asked. I guess it's one size fits all, or I guess it's some kind of like dumb white elephant. I need to look up and see are how much it costs. Jewish people are all small. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it has like a like a what do you call these kinds? Like I would associate a this snuggy. No, this kind of headwear with like a, a Russian man in cold times. Oh yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't tell <clears throat> you. It's one of those kind of headwear pieces. It doesn't fit, and there are hand pockets, and it's kind of. <laughs> It's kind of like a cape. I love it. It's so funny. It is like a cape. What are you going to do with the hand pockets, though? Like, you need your hand for so many... What am I going to do with that period? (laughs) You're going to snuggle up on the couch with it. The dogs can have it. The dogs can have it. Um, It's lovely. It's interesting, for sure. Happy Hanukkah. Do you say Happy Hanukkah? Is that what you say? Yeah, you can say Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Okay, the serious topic? Yeah. That, like, I don't... If there... when I say it's like arguably the most serious topic we could ever seriously, seriously, legitimately discuss, what comes to your head? I don't know. Like we talk about serious stuff all the time and I feel like you would have warned me in advance about this. I mean, it's not mental health. <clears throat> it can't be gun violence. It uh, could be the school shooting. I guess so. Um, did somebody pass away? Nope. Is it <clears throat> like physician assisted suicide? No. Uh, close. Uh, warm, warmer. Wow. What is what's going on? Okay, I now I really want to know. I can tell that you've been so busy this week. Let me uh let me tease you with that and get a quick traffic report on the air. Okay. I wonder if people the, the podcast audience minds these. We have an accident 475 westbound at Douglas. Avoid that spot if you can. Everything else is clear. That's your cumulus Toledo right now. Traffic. I bet they enjoy it. Podcast people, do you do you do you like that? <laughs> so, do you want to take another guess? Because you said physician, so like Kevorkians, you got Kevorkian. You're 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 a little warmer. I no, I I don't. I just want to know what it is now. I'm surprised you didn't tell me. And yes, I have been insanely busy this week. I think I got home last night for the day at like 9 p.m. Yeah, we we've talked plenty, but not on the podcast where we like just dump everything out there. And I'm kind of and I I, I said that you've been busy this week because this has been. Outside of the horrific school shooting, which, by the way, did you see, like, this kid had, like, the, the I think the prosecutor said, mountains of evidence. Yeah, I think there's going to be some significant lawsuits coming back on the school. Significant. Like, I I believe, and we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about this, like, you can't stop these things, for the most part, <laughs> because they're, they're lone wolf things. Yeah. This thing had, like, a mountain of evidence, including, I think, a couple of calls to the parents. Yep. And one the day of. It, this is awful. Like this, yeah. is, this is beyond awful. Yeah, I think the students had made some warnings and 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 talked about some things. So it just makes it even more like tragic. I don't. I'll have to send you the clip. But obviously, this is in Michigan, and my my bestie is anchoring in Detroit this week, um, in the morning, in the afternoon, and she had broke the news that a fourth student had passed, and it was like she couldn't hold back the tears. Just live, just live, and I I it's just it's just tragic all around, and like. There's this is there's so many things like so many reasons not to do this like 
purchased a gun last week. Did You know what I mean? You know that your son has challenges. You purchase a gun. You don't even lock it up. There's nothing. There's just so many issues with this. Wasn't he in some sort of police uniform? How the hell did he get that? Like, just... Of... Of... If one of the if one of these was going to happen, mm. or if they're teaching some type of FBI CIA training course of like these are the things to look for mm-hmm. where we have to intervene and stuff like this probably happens all the time. Yeah. Like a lot of bad stuff happens in yeah. the world that we don't know about, but like this whole situation checked every single box. Like if you could stop these things, we'd have to look for all of these. And nobody, st- and, it, and that's what makes it so sad and, and terrible. What's going on in Michigan? Like, do they just have different laws than everybody else? Because like the whole Gretchen Whitmer stuff too. Like when they wanted was to like pretty take sig- her hostage. Yeah, like that went on for a while before they got like flagged. Um, okay, so the uh, even more serious than that to, to many to many people. Uh, there are a lot of smart people who think that Roe, versus, Roe v. Wade is getting overturned. <sighs> We've never had the uh, never had the abortion discussion, no. and because there's a lot to talk about, um, I, I want to keep it as like maybe under 15 minutes if we can. I'll throw some thoughts at you, mm-hmm. and then it's all you because this is more of like my body, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But personally, I remember as early as my teenage years uh, when I was becoming sexually active. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never wanted to get anyone pregnant, and I would imagine like. I can't afford this. I don't want this. It's a, a terrible accident. And they, they do happen. Uh, I would be all about an abortion. Now, that was very very selfish of me. And I even took that into my early 20s. But again, accidents happen even when you're as careful as you can possibly be. Um, sometimes something gets through. And I would not want to bring something into the world that I was not prepared for and could not emotionally. All the reasons. Mm-hmm. So then I began to transition that in a different way. Um, and that was the selfishness. But then I began to think about the kid. Um, I grew up in the, in like the apex of teenage pregnancy, mm-hmm. like in the 90s or late, late 90s, when it was so common and we got 16 and pregnant and all that stuff. And then I Did beg- you? Because I feel like that's when I grew up. I think it was, I'm sorry, it was probably starting to just ramp up when yes, I was in was. high school and it peaked when you were Yes, in it school. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, you're right. You're right. Um, and we have seemingly, that's not so much of a thing anymore for a variety of reasons. Um, but I moved away from my own selfishness, like, I can't handle a child. Mm. Like, I'll never be able to move ever again. And mm-hmm. all, all the selfishness that comes with the economic loss, I would feel and whatever else. I completely switched over, um, and the the headline, the neon lights of how I feel about it is the people that are pro life. The people that are pro life are not pro life. No, they are pro birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I've actually come around to their belief of life is conceived, and look, there's there's science there, there's deep religion there, and like I said, I've come around with those people who believe that as soon as the sperm hits the egg and it's alive. Okay, I can hear that out. I have a problem with bringing any child, any life into a situation where the creators and beyond are not ready to give it the best life possible. Correct. The one, I guess the thing that made me think about this the most was um, 
people that we talked about a lot, people who were marginalized, people people in terrible situations. Sure, maybe they were they they were reckless and not careful and whatever else, but I, no, don't bring that life into don't bring that child into your already kind of miserable life. Uh-huh. Terminate. Uh-huh. And then the people that say, no, you can't do that. You're killing. Well, then guess what? Then you help take care of it then. Right. I, there's just not an... It, is, are those your points? I'm done. I don't wanna, I, That's I, it. There's just not an equal level of support for both sides. Like So it's like, all right, you're supporting. You agree that this is a valuable life. So let's hold that opinion throughout that young child's entire life. So like... Yep. Um, their ability to have food and and have food security as as a young child, so that you're not punishing the mom for being poor or the father for being poor and saying no, you're we're gonna cut your food stamps this month or you have to do this this and this. So there's just so many barriers to like childcare, caring for a child, giving a child a good quality life that would then um, be returned in a good young adult life and ideally a good, a nice adult, an independent adult life. Like, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just really frustrating. It's like, um, and it's so personal and I don't know too many people, too many women who don't take it personal. And I try to give an example, like, is there anything and like people who are listening, I was talking with someone the other day and we were talking about the harder they fall, the film. And, as a black person, the, uh, the other person I was speaking to was also black and she was beaming about it. She said, I've watched it three times. And I said, I've watched it twice. There's a certain amount of pride that we feel in watching films that are for us, by us, that are so stinking good. When they're so well done and they're such high caliber work, you feel like it's your own like mother who made it or your sister who made it. Like you know them personally. You feel very personal about it. We feel the same way when shit like this goes down. When people didn't understand why like I was so against Donald Trump and it's like he's hurting my feelings. I don't give a shit that I've never met him. I'm sorry, language. He's hurting my feelings. Like this kind of stuff is it truly is hurtful and I think people need to think about that. Like when have you felt so high highly emotional about something that had no connection to you? really you know what I mean like you it it can happen and I it's so disappointing and there's so many good things that are done by organizations that do also provide abortions and it's just somebody's it is somebody's right to do that I get why you're saying that the uh, physician assisted suicide is similar it's your right to make that choice for what's best for you and your body and the fact that you may not even be able to do it in some places if you were raped, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if your baby is going to kill you, like nobody wants to abort a baby that they planned on birthing. Right. No one. And the last thing they need to do is argue the right to do that. Like there's so many things people don't care about other people's rights until their own are violated. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I think of Megan McCain, who's now fighting for like maternity leave and she didn't, before she had her baby, she was, she didn't, you know what I mean? There was none of that. So it's, it's infuriating. You're right. I have not seen a lot of it in that. I just didn't have the mental capacity. So I actively just didn't look it up. Um, it's been floating around all, all week. I, I guess the Supreme Court has its docket full and, and Roe v. Wade is coming up because of, I think, I think something in, in Mississippi and now that there is a conservative bent on the court. And as I was matriculating through my thoughts on this over the years, going from, I don't, I don't want a baby, I'll be broke, to that kid will have a terrible life. In the mm-hmm. middle of that was, 
what the fuck ever happened to separation of church and state? Because mm-hmm. I believe most of the people, and if I'm wrong, I apologize, but most of the people, at least the people who are loudest, who mm-hmm. are pro-life, mm-hmm. pro-birth, um, it is because of religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. It is, and I I don't... Um, yeah, it's completely because of religious beliefs. And, like, I don't even... What if I don't even practice your religion? Like, what if I don't practice religion at all? Like, yeah. why do I have to follow the same thing that you... Like, why do I have to agree with you? Why are you forcing your own thing on me? So, it it just... It's frustrating. And I, I came up in the age of, like, teen... 16 and pregnant that then turned into teen mom. And I, I still remember... I mean, I'm 30, 32 almost. And I still remember like how much it I'm not saying that this is accurate but there was a certain amount of shame that you would that you had to avoid so it wasn't I didn't really think about like I can't care for a baby it was just I don't want to feel shamed you know because I got got pregnant I didn't watch those shows but I'm aware of them And, and I do know that as we move beyond them I think there was probably some remorse with MTV thinking that it was like people of Walmart. Like, we put these people on TV to, to kind of laugh at them and we glamorize something. I don't think so, because for me, okay. it worked. For me, it, it scared I did, you? It scared oh, okay. me. It scared me. You, I didn't want to. All right, so maybe not glamorize. Okay, people of Walmart. We exploited these people. Oh, to, yeah. To pass a point along at these people's trials and tribulations. Now, it worked. Maybe it worked better than all the sex ed that I grew up learning. But it was... I think we're going to look back at that, that, and it's going to be controversial in both ways. It scared a lot of people, mm-hmm. but you also exploited a lot of people. There, the, I think the exploitation was certainly there because there was a fair amount of moms that did come from uh, moms and fathers. I, I want to say that specifically. The moms and the fathers of these you know, these teenagers did come from difficult lives. And you could easily look at the show and say, okay, well, that makes sense. Of course you did that. You know, I am a I am a daughter of a mom who had a baby at 15. So statistically, like I was much more likely to have a baby as a as a teenager. And I did not And I remember I think I was 20 years old and I had brothers and my brothers were like, we really thought you were going to get pregnant. We thought you are not going to make it out. And like I looked like Gretchen off a of recess. I was not having sex like nobody was knocking on my door like, come here, girl. Like, let's get some of that. It wasn't happening. But there was a significant amount of young women that were in the hallways of my school and in my classrooms pregnant and then they would disappear because they had their babies um and I, I wish so much that they had rights to be able to make choices maybe with a family maybe with a loved one and some support I have a significant amount of friends who had utilized services from Planned Parenthood before if it was for an abortion sometimes it wasn't sometimes it was for birth control like I remember driving many of my girlfriends to the clinic to get free birth control because they didn't want to get pregnant but I was still I mean when I tell you I will never forget the amount of times that we were attacked and had to be escorted in from the people who were trying to attack us for coming to the clinic for birth control because they automatically saw black kids coming to the clinic so they thought it was um abortion for an abortion and I I did um I was at a Planned Parenthood charity event here in Perrysburg years ago and I like kind of felt it in me to get stand up and share and this was in like the country club in Perrysburg and it was full of like white folks and well-to-do people obviously because they were trying to get donations and I stood up and I said you have got to donate you have got to continue to support 
And I shared that story. I said I had been um, almost assaulted by that individual. My girlfriend almost assaulted by that individual. And we went many times to get birth control once a month. And we were on the verge of being assaulted. And I said my girlfriend has a master's degree from Case Western Reserve University. And she may not have had that if something would have happened to her. Like these services are life-saving. My own mother utilized these services when she was a teenager. It's life-saving. This is just shameful. Like it's just, it's frustrating it's our bodies and I'm like what I am a religious person and I think the two things can exist at the same time Mm -hmm. I can believe in my faith and my spiritual beliefs and still believe that a woman has a right to choose like we have a right to choose and make our own decisions and the majority men that are making these decisions for us um, have no right to do so and if it was reversed and we had to control what they were doing guns Guns for no one. Fuck your gun. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm a gun owner. Don't come for me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking and frustrating. My only other thought about all of this, and obviously you're so much more well-versed. Um, and it's funny. We, I think we both view it as pretty black and white, mm-hmm. but the people on opposite sides of things are seeing different colors when you say black and white. Like, <laughs> It's it's pretty wild, and, and and people who oppose our viewpoint will call us hypocritical and other things as much as we will call them that. Not, but I will assail them with this. Back to the not pro life, but pro birth. I think a lot of those people, again, the majority of Republican people, the party who is constantly trying to take away from marginalized communities and Correct. social services and the like. So you. As you talked about earlier, like what will that child's life be like out in the world and how much help it will need if somebody at those apartments, nobody at these apartments across the street is bringing in $50,000 a year as, as like an income. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be as like a family of several. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to take stuff or make it harder for these people to get things so that they can give a child a better life than they had. Like there's all kinds of bad things on this side of, on that side of this discussion for mm-hmm. me. If, <clears throat> excuse me, if it was just like, the religious stuff, okay. Like, that's why I said I've come along a little bit with that. But if you pair that with the fact, oh, when it's alive, we don't give a shit about it, we're not going to help, and we're going to take stuff away, mm-hmm. I, it really angers me. I think people make mistakes, and I think, unfortunately, <clears throat> there's a population of people, marginalized populations, don't have any room for mistakes because we make it so difficult for them to rebound and so difficult. Like, say you did, you know get pregnant and I, I understand there's contraception I understand like I, I get that that there's there's multiple ways to avoid getting pregnant nowadays but like when you're referring to like a 14 year old or mm-hmm. a 15 year old there's also lack of forethought there's lack of um you know, forward thinking, all of those things. And so they may make a mistake, a significant one, and they have no space for it. Mom's working two, three jobs already. Like the last thing they need is a grandchild in the house. You know, it's just. You're going to take that. That's again, I'm sure this was illustrated in the show. You're going to make that that child's education before they, they even get a high school diploma that much more challenging. It's it, awful. It is. It really is awful. And there's a large amount of people. And I think a lot of a lot of the people that are pro-life, it's, you know, Okay, gotcha. I don't believe, I mean, I'll go on the record as like you and I are the opposite and like believing when life begins because I don't believe in that. But wait, um, when does it begin in your opinion? You think you think it begins at conception? No, 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 no. For a while, it was like when it, ex- uh, when it departs the vagina. 
<laughs> but then I was like, okay, like it's a little mushy, ugly thing. It's I, literally I, like a little like, like I, I <laughs> again, I, this has gotten really cloudy for me, sure. so I don't have an answer. That's fair. Um, to me, I don't consider life when the sperm hits the egg. Same. Scientifically speaking, sure. If Same. I if I had to come up with an yeah an answer, it would be like, it's life when it poops and spits up. I, I, I it mean, can poop and spit up in the womb. Can it? <laughs> yeah. That's how jaundice happens. Um, but but yeah, anyway, I, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. It's just like it's just hard. And I I had a point, but I forgot it for the other part. But um, you know, it's nobody wants to make that choice. Like I have had girlfriends who have had more than one, and I don't necessarily agree with that. And I think that that's poor choices. But I don't believe in taking away that person's right to do it. Like I I just don't. And I think that. Um, it's going to be dark and ugly if this happens. Mm-hmm. It's, As I saw a great tweet. This is mean abortions are going to stop. It's going to get more dangerous. There's going to be a lot, like, and God forbid, there's vigilantes who are turning you in. Like, just, I remember I was, I mean, I won't say, I will, my own brother. Like, the, the brother that I shared a house with, we went to the same high school. We saw the same things. I remember I was at his house. This is, he lives in Bowling Green and has been there for some time. Um, but it was the Women's March. It was the Women's March right after Trump's inauguration, and I was at his house with Andrew watching and he's like, what is going on? Why are they even down there? Like what for? It's just, you know, so-and-so. And I explained to him, he grew up drastically different than I did in our experiences outside of our home. Our home was very sheltered outside of our home though. I saw a lot more and I explained, this is what's happening. And he thought, he literally thought Planned Parenthood only provided abortions. He didn't know anything about breast cancer screenings, nothing about pap smears, nothing about birth control, none of those things. And I said, do you understand what this means? And he goes, no, I don't. And I can't imagine the amount of people in some of these rural neighborhoods that have grown up with health insurance their entire lives and haven't had to worry about any of these things. You have no idea what that's like because you've never used it, but yet you're fighting so hard against something that you don't even know. You don't even know fully. You just don't. It's, it's, I don't know, it's just really sad. Um, we'll depart this heavier topic, but one last thought um, that's somewhat connected. I, uh, I came across an article today on Vox. I read Vox <laughs> a lot. I think it's a pretty good website. Uh, I'm kicking my feet up for this one. <laughs> I, I, I do my best to not just read the headlines especially when they're on places where I typically find helpful information. Mm-hmm. This headline was, in America, being single is expensive by design. <coughs> Agreed. And I did. Oh, then maybe we're about to disagree. We are? <laughs> I know we are. I, I began to scan through the article, and I had just, I had had enough. I had had enough. Uh, I, I understand some of the perspectives of, if you want to live on your own and have a house, or rent. Like, you get roommates. If you have roommates when you're younger, you split the rent. You get older, maybe you don't want roommates. It's really expensive expensive to pay $9.50 a month in rent. But there is no way in hell, maybe outside of that, you can convince me that being single and especially childless is far, far more expensive than trying to build a family here. 
So I'm not referring to the childless part because I think once you add a child to the equation, that's completely different. But I do believe that those in relationships and committed relationships and relationships where you're cohabitating, the, there is a capacity for you to have more financial freedom as an individual. You're splitting rent. Exactly. Which is like a big deal. You're, you're, not only are you splitting rent, but that's your partner. So like if, my, if I need four new tires on my own car and Thomas has his own car, I'm still coming to him and like, are you going to help me with my tires? Not pay for my tires, but this is a joint like this is a joint choice for us. We're getting ready to get married. So like even now, like I've adapted where anything I pay for that's over a hundred dollars, unless it's a gift, I'm going to come to him first and talk to him about it. You see what I mean? And like, there may be an opportunity for him to be able to help me. So even beyond like, um, like rent and some of those joint pay payments, we help each other on individual things. Thomas wants a new rifle. Like, great. Okay. Let's get your rifle after we do this, this, and this, you know, it, it, there is a bit more financial freedom and opportunity to accomplish some of the things that you want when it's done correctly, because we are also not a perfect couple and struggle with many things. But like, you know, as a single person, I would have a really hard time saving for a down payment for a house by sure. myself. But you also maybe don't need a house. But you- why not? I got two dogs. So no, what I can't. I can't have two dogs now, too. You, you know, you can get a house that more fits your means and lifestyle, which is why I bought a condo. Like I remember some of the times when I was looking at these houses that I could afford. Although I'm glad I have the payment I have mm. and not that. And it's a good condo. Like there was a, a great house. Literally, I could throw a football to the Bowser Football Stadium mm-hmm. right there in Beverly, and I remember sitting there thinking the fuck am I going to do with all these bedrooms? Like, I just don't have that much stuff, nor do I ever. There, it's more likely than not that I will not have another person in my life. Buying a house for what I had with two dogs was unnecessary. You you have a good point. Like, you want what you want. But then maybe you got to go, maybe this is more than what I need. My other counter to you is, I would say even as we evolve in Mm. relationships in the 21st century, as we get towards the middle of the 21st century now, our DNA is woven to have a partner to procreate. Most people find a partner and settle down so they can build a family. And that, if we agree that that is mostly what happens, then the world absolutely works against you because I have seen how much a family of four costs for a health insurance premium <laughs> as a parent. Like, it's stunning. Like, I, I look I look at those things. I know we talked about health insurance last week. I'm not going to bury you with this. But I look at it and go, wow, I can pay $74 a month. But then they list on, like, the, the annual guide. Like, a family of four, like, it's several hundred dollars a month in a premium. And... That's true. Kit, as your some of your relatives will find out soon, I'm sure you have friends who know this. Like, forget about pace setter stuff at Sylvania. Even like any any kind of like inner city activity that kids want to play sports, it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Daycare. My friend told me today, the friends that sent me this, two hundred and ten dollars a week. Mm-hmm. So. I agree with your point of if you have somebody, you can split some of the costs, um, and that's that's really helpful. But 
usually when you have something you want to grow things mm-hmm. and the world works against it goes exactly against this article the world is set up against people to build families one of the things we've discussed heavily i mean you and i a teeny bit it doesn't really affect us but a lot of people it's it's been in our discussions over the last 20 months one of the things that's made covid such a pain is childcare is so fucking expensive oh my god i mean the it is completely reasonable and I think in 2021 going on 2022 there's a lot of people and it's more of a discussion that like you really should plan kids like I know everyone's like you can't plan when you're gonna have a kid and like (laughs) I know we're just off of the heels of the Planned Parenthood discussion but like you in our society no you can't but you really should try because and that all the more reason why like stop controlling what people are doing with their bodies because the minute some of these things happen you're done for 210 I can't afford $210 a week right now yep. like I you know it's just not something that's I have to plan my entire future to set it up so that I can have a child like if I if we were to have two kids we would no longer be able to live in our one bedroom apartment because we'd be violating the fair housing guideline of how many people you can legally have in one room you know what i mean it's insane like it's just not you're it's not set up that way again it's just a headline but the story fit the headline in america being single is expensive by design it i don't know if it's necessarily by design but it's the way things are right now for everything you just illustrated um, I'll, I'll just change the words there. Um, in America, creating a family is expensive by design. To your exact point, like I remember very vividly seven years ago, um, a guy I work with, his they seriously they took money out of their 401k to afford daycare. Mm-hmm. Everybody does the calculus of, well, at least when they have the child, they should do this calculus as you talked about beforehand. Um, they do the calculus of maybe it's less expensive for less costly for, for me to stay home. And as opposed to you just working to have benefits or working to pay for daycare, uh, it's exorbitantly expensive, which goes back to my teenage selfish thought of, I don't want to pay for kids. Mm-hmm. And it's only gotten more expensive. Yeah. I mean, that. that- that's also something that's happening with the pandemic and like people are looking for jobs where they can work remotely or looking for some sort of accommodation because childcare is ridiculously expensive. And for a long period of time, they were doing both, you know, so that you were saving on the childcare expense. Um, but, and there's probably more support that we can get from our government, but apparently we don't believe in that kind of stuff. So <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it, it just, it's, it's kind of awful. I, and I, I agree with the Vox headline. I didn't actually read the article, so I won't go that far. But, you know, from from my perspective, I remember seeing I remember living in living a challenging life as a single person. And then I met Thomas and it got easier. Like, I, re- I remember that. Like, that was a fact for me. It was hard for me as a single person. And then when I met Thomas, it got easier financially. And now it's just still hard again, but like, not like it was. For me, and I would guess most people like me, mm-hmm. well, most people aren't like me, I would not be able to give up maybe some of the emotional anguish or some of the emotional freedom that I have to have somebody cut me some of the mortgage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it doesn't get any more black and white than that. It just, I, I don't know. I just, like... Would you, but like if, if we were in a relationship, right? Say we had been together 
10 months and we were discussing moving in together and eventually we did and we were paying you know joint bills and my car broke down would you assist me with helping to get it yeah, fixed that's fine but you know what you also as my friend i would also if my if i was struggling for money i would ask oh, yeah. you to help me out absolutely i thought you were gonna go the other direction i don't like, have friends that would do that beside you though <laughs> like also <laughs> so i don't i don't know if that exists that is that is your nature, but I don't think that that nature extends beyond to the majority of the population. I just look at it again. I I really narrow this down into a, a tiny little toothpick. I would look over sometimes and go and and feel the bad vibe from that person. And I would think <laughs> your face is so funny. <laughs> Is this shit worth six fifty a month that they're giving me? And I'd be like, absolutely not. Get out. I will. I will take the financial pain. I will cut back on certain perks that I have oh, yeah. for you to get out because I cannot deal oh, yeah. with the baggage. Oh, that's oh, the choice I've made. Completely. I mean, it. I remember when I met Thomas. I said, "Are you willing to make my life better than what it is? Because it is great at yeah. the moment. Like I was living a good life, um, and obviously that was an unrealistic." Uh, expectation but n- yeah I, I mean <laughs> when you turn and you're like <laughs> I can imagine a couple people you did that too I got better at not doing that to them as I got older whatever you still do it um okay on to the fun things uh-huh do you like dinosaurs? I forget if we've talked about this. I do. I like like Jurassic Park, but um, my Colin Colony, my nephew, loves dinosaurs and can name off many. If you show him a picture, he's like, "That's a Stegosaurus." He's very cute. So I think I, I might have told you, but like I was like that as a kid, mm-hmm. like I am now with my Transformers and Batman. Mm-hmm. I was a dinosaur savant as a kid. Um, so I always loved dinosaurs, and I was happy to see. Yeah, there's a bit of a like dinosaurs, even though the Jurassic, the recent Jurassic Park movies were mm-hmm. small blockbusters as far as success, um, and other things have overshadowed the success of dinosaurs. But I came across a story today that said new dinosaur species from Chile had unique slashing tail. And this is a cool ass looking thing. So I remember when I was a kid, there was. There was the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Yeah, sure. T Rex. Oh my God. Yeah, T Rex. Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Triceratops. Mm-hmm. Pterodactyls, which Velociraptor. are Velociraptor. Yes, which were are much smaller than what they were in Jurassic Park. Mm. The Alice. Yeah, you're like your core dinosaurs. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like we went like decades without finding shit. I believe we are in the paleontology is the search for dinosaur fossils, right? Yeah, that's what Ross did in uh, Friends. Okay. We are at the paleontological zenith of life. Are we? Because I feel like every month I come across another story that we found a new dinosaur. It's in Utah. It's in China. It's in Mongolia. And this didn't happen in the 2000s or the 90s. I'm putting my tin hat on. Oh, is, shit. Is that good or bad? Like, are we on the verge of something else and that's why we're finding all this stuff from the past? Is that good or bad? Didn't we just find another mummy that from, like, uh, Peru? I believe I, I believe there was a mummy from Peru that somebody found, like, in a cage. Like, just kind of, like, burled up like that. Any, are we on the verge of something? I feel like we might be. 
Like I'm kidding. Like I'll take okay. my tin hat off. Now. All right. <laughs> I think the logical or practical reason as to why we get these now so often is there's just more people out. There's a lot of there's a lot of er- a lot of Eric's in the 80s and 90s who were fascinated. Who are and, adults. And now they're now they're paleontologists. And I it's probably also as easy as ever to travel around the world hmm. and dig places up. That's true. So that's gotta be what it is. Other that's than that, pretty I, cool. A slashing I, tail though. Can you let's see my turn off? Yeah, that's oh all. wow. Look at that. They call it something. Yeah, I and I, I always get giddy like there's not much ah, because i live in transformers all over my life now there's very little that takes me back to being like a three or four year old until i get these stories you need to go to colin's bedroom dinosaurs that sounds super creepy but um (laughs) what else did i want to um do you know what emmanuel christian is the school yeah Mm -hmm. i always overlooked it i just scoffed at it it's not part of TPS. Is it like a private school or a... I don't know. Is it a uh, charter school? I don't know. I've always overlooked it. And today, I dug into an article uh, that I had previously not read or something about it. But there is a... He's got to be 14. It's a kid named Jerry Easter. He, he's a basketball player at Emmanuel Christian. In sixth grade, he got his first college offer from BG. He's got offers from like UCLA, I think Michigan State... And I will, I will not put anybody in the same breath as LeBron James, but this kid is looking to be prodigal. He's a freshman, <laughs> um, and he is the at, and the cottage industry, which is now like a kingdom hmm. of <clears throat> following kids in middle school as they become teenagers and ranking them and recruiting all this stuff, he it, it's it's kind of perverse and disgusting that people have made so much money or trying to and form these opinions about 13-year-olds. This kid's like 14 or 15 or whatever. He is the number one recruit in the 2025 class across the entire country. In Toledo? Right here. Well done, young man. Yeah. That is, I, that's a fact I did not know, but I want to know. And he could, I mean, I know we don't want to say LeBron, but like we, that's because he, we don't know yet. I think there needs to be more time to show the consistency of his talent. Um, because I mean, he could probably, if, if, from what it sounds like, maybe he could go straight to the NBA instead of college. And I, I never thought about this, but like, could you go to the NBA at 18 and then go to college online part-time? So you're technically still getting your no. education. It's a good question, but I do not think you would. Actually, I think you can. You just can't play sports. Um, I, You would probably have very few professional athletes, NBA players, who would want to do that because you go to college usually to matriculate into a professional life where you make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And as an NBA player, you've already done that. But some, I mean, there's always like once every year or so, um, some NBA player spends the offseason finishing up his degree and, you know, he's like a 28-year-old with a bunch of kids that, you know, doing the cap and gown thing because they either had a really, they had an interest, they were close, yeah. they know that, you know, the NBA is not going to last forever and they want to stay busy even though they're filthy rich. Not but, everyone can be a sports commentator at retirement. Right. Um, this kid and his family sound great. Um, 
He's a straight-A student and comes off as nice and grounded as his high-flying game. I just wanted... Why did he stay where he was? It just I just wanted to play in front of my friends and family. I'm comfortable here. That's great. Um, I don't know if the, the quote from his mom was in here. That's great. He had confidence in his talent and ability. It didn't matter where he went, clearly. He knew he was going to, you know. There was uh, one story that I looked up on him to see how many times I had missed a big story written about him, and it was a bunch. Oh, jeez. Um, his mom said, like, we're totally TPS proud. We love living That's here. That's great. So he sounds like a super humble kid with a good family life. That's great. Good for him. I'm excited to hear more about him. Jaden should do a story. He might have already done that. Probably. Um, there is... Uh, do you watch... Good Morning America. Do you watch any of the TV shows in the morning? I watch Good Morning America. Do you know they're doing something called Localish? Um, yeah, I feel like I saw something like that. I guess it's you know local mom and pop places, small businesses that they're highlighting for holiday gift giving season. Mm-hmm. Um, shop localish.com. Uh, one of the people they highlighted is. I actually can't find their first names because this article is written as, with as, as Mr. and Mrs., but they're the, the Heilmans, I believe. They opened a place called H-Y-G-G-E-L-I-G-H-T. I had to, it's not pronounced like that. It's pronounced Hoogalite. They are right here in Toledo, and they're a candle company. Um, huh. They've got a place downtown. And I guess they blew up because they got featured on something with Earth Day last year. And it's weird that we don't know about them. Because usually, like, if Jute Mode went on GMA, mm-hmm. like, we'd never hear the end of it. We'd, <laughs> we'd be so happy and excited. They're a lot more grassroots and humble, it sounds like. I, no, I no offense to Jute Mode. I don't know if it's humility or what. But where is the quote here? Is there something special about their candles? Uh, they're they're natural. Yeah, all that all that kind of stuff. Um, only three percent of their business comes from Lucas County, um, and the majority of their people are from big metros and wow. on the coasts like Chicago, Cleveland, New York, and L.A. So it's almost like they're they're too big for us. What? Well, black people buy candles. I don't know if we buy, like, I, don't I mean, yes, but, like, probably we'll get some Bath and Body Works or, like, some, uh, some, uh, Glade candles from Target. I bought those Bath and Body Works candles when they did a sale in May. Huh? Extremely disappointed. Really? I love a good candle. Me too. Mm. The ones I've gotten from Home Goods that are, like, five ninety nine though, much better than the Bath and Body Works. Mm. La- last thing about that. As big as they are, even though they're big national, I can't believe with as small as we are as a town and a community, I've never heard of them. And I know other people who yeah. have not heard of them as well. I may probably have, and I didn't know it. Like, I've been to the farmer's markets and whatnot, so if they do farmer's market, if they can't, I mean, they probably don't need to, it sounds right. like. where's their lo- Where are they located? I think it said on Locust Street downtown. We have a Locust Street, right? I don't know where it is. Right, neither do I. But they, they have some factory downtown, and you're you're right. They don't need to go to the farmers markets. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's about Good it. For There's them. some other stuff lingering out there. I got nothing. Um, do you do you know what's in that box? No, you don't know what's in that box. No. Look at it and see if you can guess what it is. I'm going to do a traffic report, and already. Just, uh, you just you know what it is. Just sit tight. Earlier. In, 
Earlier accidents are clear, so we've got clear roads right now. No slowdowns or incidents at the moment. If you see something we don't, let us know. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Did you pay for express delivery? I didn't. So do you want to explain this one? Is this the, is this the coat? Yep. Is this the coat? Yes. Oh my gosh, are you wearing a black t-shirt? No, no. Go put it on. Come well, on. Why, why don't you set this up since you know what it is? So, I mean, you. we talked about this. I love coats and fashion and all things fashion. I have on combat boots and a silk satin skirt um, today. But um, you got a jacket that is very Bane-ish. Yes. And I loved that so much because I love Bane and Tom Hardy. And that was a fantastic jacket. We did disagree, though, on like what the jacket was supposed to look like. I have hopes for the one that you got, although I feel like it's a little long. So you must leave it unbuttoned at all times. And you have to wear T-shirts only and not graphic tees. Unless I'm... Unless it's Arctic, I never... Button those kind of jackets. Put it on. Um, yeah, 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 we'll do this on the podcast. Um, I I have long looked for <laughs> yes. Bane coats. Yes. And they're either $800 or they're $99 yes. on some site in China and where a large is actually like an extra small. <laughs> uh, you got to read the reviews the, on those. I, I, have, <laughs> I don't do those anymore. And... Um, yeah, I've always wanted it, and and I guess the other kind are they're they're cosplay versions. Oh uh, yeah, well. So can you open it up? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah, I I ordered this one Monday when I succumbed to Cyber Monday. What kind of deal did you get on it? It was I think it was free shipping. It was one hundred thirty bucks, and if I. If I don't like it a lot and I convince myself I'm not going to wear this more than three times ever. I'm taking this. I'll just, uh, 10% off, yeah. Take $10. your Macy's, take your Macy's bucks. Uh, I will, I will, re- I'll return it. Do you want to put it on first? No, you put it on. This is good. We like this. It's not as menacing as Bane. It's described as more of like a Western look. It'll be menacing in the next five years. Because I'll be menacing. I'll, I'll just, I'll toggle back and forth between a menacing ben, uh, Bane coat and my menacing menorah blanket. All right, here, I'll, I'll put it on. You go back to the microphone. All right. Okay, I'm going to give a play-by-play. So he's unbuttoning his current jacket. He is wearing a graphic t-shirt, and I told him he is not to wear graphic t-shirts with this jacket. It's very, like, it's, um... Kind of tailored and very nice looking. So, is this too much? Like, what's the show with Kevin Costner that's on cable? It's good, but it's not on one of the major network or streamers. Yellowstone. It's not Yellowstone. Y- Yosemite. Yosemite. <laughs> There's a show called Yosemite. No. It's too big, hun. No. It's too big. It's not too big. <laughs> No, look at the shoulders, Eric. The shoulders don't line up with your shoulders. That's it's good though. I mean, it's too big. You need to go down a size. The arms will be too short. No, they won't. No, no, you need to go down a size. Okay, here. (laughs) Now flip the collar because that was actually really nice. Stay up, but yes, always when I do these pea coats, always collars up. So come here. 
It's a lip. So look at that. Look at you, man. Such a babe he is. Look at the shoulders. It's too low. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not it. It's a little big. It's a, It's like, look at, look at that. It should be here. Um, the other, uh, the medium would be too small in the sleeves. It would be too tight in the back. I do like it, though. Maybe wear it with a hoodie only. Like, you know, maybe like bulk up on what you're wearing underneath. <laughs> Um, come back around. Let me see how long it is. It's very long. It is very long. It's a, it would be a dress on me. You could wear, you could show up to your girlfriend's job with nothing underneath and like, just get away with it. <laughs> like here, baby, I'm I, here I to see you. Working. I think it's doable. I think I, it's manageable. Oh, Eric, I don't know. It's a little big for me. And it doesn't, that doesn't mean that the size down is going to be tight. Like, it's not like you're going to be cutting off your circulation. Do they have it in the store, like, that you can try uh, it on? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have no problem getting, well, it's actually, I won't be able to get the medium problem. Uh, it would be interesting because I saw, so I paid 120 plus tax. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, the racket about these sales. Mm -hmm. Like, everything was already on sale. Maybe they shave a couple of bucks off of it, mm -hmm. but we get lost in the hysteria of... Shopping season. I saw it went up to 140 bucks. Mm. So I don't know if I'm like, I'd like to exchange this for a medium. You'll get your price. I, I will. Yeah. But if the medium doesn't fit and I like, I'd like to exchange this back for the large. So. Why don't you? Oh, because you can't buy the medium because of the price you got. Right, right, right. So, but I'm, I'm telling you, I think the, the arms will be, the arms in the back will be a little too tight and uncomfortable. Why don't you go into the store and ask if you could do that? So, like, ask them to leave that there. And if you can, if, because sometimes they do. Like, you return something to the store and they don't ship it out. They just put it on the floor and somebody buys it. So, you go to the store, exchange it for a medium, ask them to leave the jacket there. Um, and once you get your medium, ask, you know what? Ask them to have the medium delivered to the store. And... um Try it on. If it fits, great. If it doesn't fit, purchase the large. And put the large on hold. So put it on hold. Have them hold it. Yeah, there are ways. Um, and I would think most... I found... I used to work in retail, so this is what we do. I found most stores pretty accommodating these days. They yeah. have to be. I, <laughs> Especially Macy's. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. So Thanks for my DoorDash gift card. You're welcome. I'm very grateful for you, Macy's. I can get something from Chipotle, Outback, Jersey Mike's. Cheesecake Factory. All right, we'll uh, we'll wrap up. I think that's the first ever fitting of a jacket on a podcast. I was it was very e network um, fashion fashion. What's the show with Joan Rivers? May she rest in peace. Uh, fashion the red police carpets. Okay. Fashion police. And by the way, I mean you you can confirm this. Um, I can dress nicely. Yes, you can. I just don't have to. <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, you don't need my guidance, except I do disagree with the size. Okay. That's that's all I'm all right. saying. All right, we're done for today. Bye. Oh, Goodbye. Oh, oh, okay. Are we ready? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, bye bye.